The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Thanks for joining us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Create a career and a life you love. Welcome to Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall. Hello, everyone. It is time for another session of diving in to your life and your career. When you bring your soul to work, you actually bring it everywhere you go. And it's a lot of fun to do that because it's your soul that makes you unique. It's your soul that makes you who you really are underneath it all. It is your soul that is wanting expression and contribution in the world. And that's why I work with my clients to help them bring their soul to work. Because when we do, we are all kinds of goodness. We are all kinds of powerful. We don't shy away from things. We we step into our power. We communicate better. All sorts of things go the best way possible for our higher good. And this week, today, we're talking about turning the cheek and how important it is to understand one of the basic concepts that came through in the Bible to teach us about life. But more importantly, this lesson is all about the law of attraction and how energetically we have to pay attention to certain things and we have to take our attention off other things. If we put our attention on things that we don't want, we are going to get things that we do not want. So in this session today, we're going to talk about why turning the cheek is so important and how deep that lesson is for us in our everyday living and why it can have far-ranging impact into all the areas of our life. I'm going to bring you examples and very specific techniques and reasons why you have to pay attention to this seemingly simple lesson in life, but it's often misinterpreted. When I was a young girl, turning the cheek meant being prepared to be hit again, slapped again. Turning the other cheek when we get slapped doesn't mean that we're asking to get slapped a second time. Far from it. Far from it. When we turn the cheek, We are turning away from the unwanted. We're not asking for a second slap. I don't know. That's how it was interpreted to me as a young girl, that when when someone slaps your cheek, you turn the cheek, basically being a victim again and basically inviting more. I don't know how that happened. I don't know how that interpretation happened happen to trickle down except to understand the childhood game of telephone where we pass a message from one kid to the next around a circle 
And by the time it got around to the other side of the circle, it started with Mary has two chocolate cupcakes and it ended being that Tommy was run over by a bus. I mean, the things that are passed along from person to person have an imperfect interpretation. And not to uh, offend any theological scholars or get into any debates about specific religious dogma. But I do understand at this point in my life how the energetic, beautiful, unified universe works. We may say that God put it together this way. We may understand quantum physics in the way that Einstein began to unravel and open up and expose and help us understand in his beautiful quantum physics world. He more or less invented the whole idea of, well, he did invent it. He, the whole idea of energy equals mass times speed. And when we speed or slow down energy, we're transferring the mass equivalency. And I talked about that in the last episode, pretty much at length as it relates to gratitude and why gratitude is so important. And I went into some science lessons last time. So if you're interested in that, the, uh, the episode that I did on gratitude, which should be right before this one, uh, might be something you want to dive into. I'm going to repeat some of the science because it's important if you're just fresh to my work or if this is the, the, the 20th time that you've heard me, uh, you'll know that a lot of the, the energetic principles and spiritual principles I do have scientific underpinnings because now we understand the science behind all of this wonderful, soulful, spiritual stuff. There is a magnificent universe that has been put together in ways that defy the human brain. Now, Einstein had a little peek into that when he told us that when we slow energy down or speed it up, it changes its solidity. And that is absolutely scientifically factually based over a hundred years we've known that. Still, not too many of us are living our lives accordingly. Some of us are living our lives still that we're in basically the Newtonian world, which is cause and effect, which is I punch my keyboard, I get this. I move this paper, I get that. I drive my car. Now, all that's true. There is existing a Newtonian physics world of cause and effect. That's where gravity exists. Gravity exists in the physical plane. Gravity is nothing we need to doubt. It's nothing we need to believe or not believe. It just is. And our energetic universe works the same way. It just is. There are certain energetic principles in the quantum field that just are. And it's not a belief. And it's not something that you necessarily have to Think about it. It's going to work whether you're thinking about it or not, and it's going to be on 24-7, 365, and 366 in a leap year. I mean, that's just the way it is. So here's the thing. We must understand the slap in the cheek and turning the other way because it is super important with what number one thing that people always come to me about, Mo the law of attraction isn't working for me. Or they always say, why do I keep getting the same bad boss? Why do I keep not getting promoted? Why do I keep having the same 
result that I really don't want. And the reason is because you keep focusing on what you don't want, because that's the evidence in the physical world. You have not gotten to the cause, the real cause. And the real cause is your energetic focus. And so when we get slapped in the cheek, maybe it's really physically getting slapped in the cheek. Maybe it's just metaphorically getting something that we don't want. Getting an unwanted result turns into the human being, us, focusing on that event. We focus so hard on what we don't want. We talk with friends. We talk about it with our family. We talk about it with our coworkers. We keep energizing what we don't want. And as a matter of fact, we're probably thinking about it when we fall asleep, thinking about it when we wake up, dragging ourselves to the bathroom in the middle of the night, still thinking about it. I'm going to tell you later why thinking about things while we sleep and thinking about things when we fall asleep and during the middle of the night is important material to go over. I'm going to talk about that in the second half of this show. It's important to understand when we get a result that we don't want, we have to understand why it happened and what the lesson is. So the big, the big thing, why did I just get slapped in the face? Why did I not get passed over for that? Why did I get passed over for that promotion? Why am I not heard in meetings? We really have to understand some of the why that is. And then we have to go underneath it for the lesson. We have to go underneath it a couple of layers usually to get the lesson. Because usually when we get something that we don't want, we blame the other people. Mm-hmm. If we get passed over for a promotion, it's our boss's fault. If we don't get seen in or, or heard in a meeting, it's their fault. If we get hit by a, another car, it's their fault. Now, you may readily recognize that you're not speaking up in a meeting well enough or that you're not really as powerful as you want to be, or perhaps you've realized that you're maybe playing a little bit too small at work. Okay, so you're taking some responsibility. Chances are there's still a, a current running in you that says, hmm, something's wrong with them that they're not seeing how smart I am. Something's wrong with them that they're not seeing how hard I work. Something's wrong with them. And I want to say this, the first lesson we need to take on when things don't work out for us the way we want is that it's wholly up to us to change things. Even if it's their fault, it's wholly up to us to change things. It's wholly up to us to take responsibility for a different result next time. And if we don't do that, there is small chance that there will be a change in the result. We have to take responsibility for that slap in the face. Why did that happen? Okay, so you're going to look at that. 
And then you're going to understand that there's some layers underneath it to get your lesson. Let's look at not getting promoted as one of the lessons, one of the slaps in the face. And I have this all the time with my clients. Mo, I, I, I didn't get the promotion. I, I'm the person here for the longest time. I have a master's degree. I've got the most project-specific experience. But for some reason, I didn't get promoted. So usually when we peel back the layers on something like that, we find a few things. And one of the things that I must say is very common, especially among my clients, is that usually they're the person who is the hardest working and they're the person who is solving the problems. And they're the person that all of the non-finished work sort of gets to that person. So you're working the hardest, you're solving problems, you're getting stuff done, and you're getting passed over for the promotion. Because you're getting things done, you're working the hardest, and you're making life easier for everyone else. Why would they promote that? You're solving problems, you're getting stuff done. If that company doesn't have you in that role, who else is going to do that? And chances are, if you're like my clients, you're possibly doing more than your own workload because you're trying to prove yourself, because you're trying to see them, have them see how hard of a worker you are. It's really important for you to understand that the hardest worker doesn't get the promotions. No. Maybe you were told that when you were younger, that if you just work hard, people will promote you. If you just, if you just do good work, they're going to promote you. Well, truthfully, if you have your head in your good work, and if you're doing the good work, you are basically guaranteed to stay in that position because you're really good at that. The promotion comes when someone sees that you're capable of the next level, the next layer, that you're able to see beyond, that you're able to navigate, negotiate, and influence so that you don't have to be the hardest worker. Last year, I had a woman in my workshop who was um, coming to me because her boss basically told her that with the work habits she was displaying that she was not promotable. If you keep working like this, you're going to be seen as not promotable. And we really like the work you do. We really like you. You've been here for a long time. But I can't promote you if you can't control your workload and if you can't hire the right people to support you. So she was kind of in a panic because she thought she was doing all the right stuff to get promoted, working hard, working long hours. They'll see I'm dedicated and devoted here. Those things don't work. I'm not sure they ever did. So I'm not sure where the lesson ever came passed down to tell us to do that. So the, the, the key is passed over for a promotion is one of the biggest slaps that you can get in your career. And the lesson is to do things differently. Because if you are a hardworking person, solving problems, getting stuff done, and you're passed over for a promotion, something's wrong. And what's wrong is more than likely the work that you're doing at the level you're doing is guaranteeing you to stay where you are because your value is best there. You have to begin to take your work and take your eyeballs 
to a different direction. The lesson here is you need to reinvent yourself so that you are promotable. You need to navigate the world differently. That slap in the face on not getting promoted is your biggest lesson to do things differently. And more than likely, the person who got that promotion probably has more self-confidence, probably has better navigation of the organization, probably has a little bit more influence peddling going on, and more than likely can maybe see things at a, at a, at a bigger level of the horizon. Lastly, they can navigate bosses and colleagues perhaps a little bit more deftly than you. If your head's in the work, you're probably missing out on some things that are necessary for you to be at a higher level in the organization. And it's important to take the lesson. That slap in the face needs to be for you a signal to do something different. Just like if that slap in the face was getting hit in traffic. Perhaps you didn't turn your turn signal on. Perhaps you didn't make a full stop at the red light. Uh, perhaps you sped too quickly through the yellow light. Perhaps someone hit you from behind because you didn't move forward quickly enough. Or perhaps you weren't looking all the different ways that you needed to look or the sun got in your eyes or whatever it is. It's a lesson. Be more careful. Take a look at this. Do this differently. Yeah, Mo, but that person just slammed into the back of me. Okay, you want to go deep on this? The lesson may be that there might be areas in your life where you're not moving fast enough. And perhaps the traffic lesson was a metaphor for you to get a lesson of something else in your life. When we peel back the layers peel back, peel back, we usually find something hanging out underneath the surface of the slap in the face. And when you're on a spiritual enlightened path, which you must be on if you're listening to Unity Radio, when you're on a spiritual enlightened path, the lessons are coming there for your highest good. Pay attention. They're actually all coming towards you for your highest good. But when you're on a spiritual path, you owe it to yourself and you're supposedly enlightened enough to get the lesson and to peel back the layers and not to just see something for the surface that it is because you understand as a spiritually enlightened person that this life isn't just the surface stuff that's going on. And you realize that if people are disrespecting you, then surely there's something inside of you that you're disrespecting you. How else in the world is that mirror showing up? How is that? There's no other answer. If you are getting disrespected or passed over, there is something energetically, there's something spiritually that you're not honoring yourself and you're not paying attention to taking yourself to the next level. I know this can be a little bit blunt. I know this can be a little kick-ass. That's the name of my workshop, by the way, and I'm proud to say that that's the attitude of living a most fulfilled life. Taking full responsibility 
for all that is in your life. Taking full responsibility that if it's in your life, it's there for a reason and always for your highest good. Always for your highest good. Let's repeat that word. Always. There's always there was a cliche out there uh, back in the day, never use always or never. Um, but I can say for sure that there's always a lesson for your highest good, especially when you get slapped in the face. It's a reminder. I would love to coach you or talk about this topic with you right now live on the radio. Just feel free to call in at 816-251-3555, and I'd be happy to dialogue with you further. Perhaps you've recently gotten a slap in the face. Perhaps you've recently, perhaps unfortunately, had a little mishap somewhere out there. Maybe someone's disrespected you or, or maybe misinterpreted something that you said. Perhaps you have gotten a recent slap in the face a client that uh, said no, or a colleague who may have talked negatively either to you or about you. Perhaps, again, like many women in my workshop, perhaps you lost a job and you don't know exactly why it's so hard for you to get another one. I will tell you what, losing your job is a big slap in the face for sure. I've been there six times in my career. Six times I lost my job and, um, I can honestly say probably three of those out of the six were because of politics and my relationship with others or not with others. And that's what happens in the big world of human beings getting together and working together. There's a lot of personalities and a lot of things that come together. Getting slapped in the face is not to turn the other cheek for another slap. It is to turn the cheek to move away from what was unwanted and toward what is wanted. Super important to remember. Turn away from the unwanted and turn toward the wanted. Let's take a caller right now. It's Tia. Hello, Tia. How are you today? I'm like, I could be first. Hello. How Hi, are you? Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. I sure can. How are you doing today? I'm hanging out. I took another mental health day. How are you? All right. Good. Good. You took a mental health day to give yourself some extra time to uh, regroup, um, get yourself together, or try to not focus on what's not wanted. What's your... I what's am your... In, a, in a state of gratitude today. I am in mm-hmm. absolute space of it is going to work out it does work out it has worked out it, it i am making plans for the move i'm getting nice. things done money is my friend it is coming yeah. i deserve to be in abundance yes. it's just a, a good place to be it sure I just wanted is to share and, that oh that's so great i'm i'm delighted to hear that and what was your what was your biggest shift tia and and understanding and appreciating to be on that side of the vibrational zone of reality? Well, I, I write 10 things that I'm grateful for every day and 10 things that mm-hmm. I'm good at every day. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. 
I find sometimes that gets repetition and it feels repetitious and I it feels more like work and I still did it anyway and I kept saying, you know, mm-hmm. everything works out for me and, and I have yeah. the energy inside of me, but I pinpointed things. I actually reserved a pod um, to move my things from Las Vegas to oh. Georgia and mm-hmm. I know that I didn't have... <laughs> I did, I don't have a final zip code, but I I did give them my mom's, and that's a different story. But I didn't even ask mm-hmm. her. But I needed it, and I wanted mm-hmm. to ask but before I hang up. There are two yeah. zip codes that keep popping up: three hundred three hundred three and three hundred three hundred five. And I know those are in Atlanta. And I I do I just start searching? I mean, I I've got recruiters calling. I think great mm-hmm. things are happening, but yeah. Should I just go ahead and shoot for those, stick those zip codes in my search? Um, well, I mean, if they're if they're the local area where you want to go, and if those look like areas of the city or the, you know, the geographical place where you might be interested in working or living, uh, absolutely. I mean, if you're planning on moving to any city, I would kind of encompass the whole city and the surrounding area. Um, perhaps if you have your mom or some other folks that you know in the, in the Atlanta area that you might want to ask oh, for my, their my opinion about things. And okay. I yeah. absolutely have, you know, family there. I, it's just like in right. my life journey that peace yes. is, is still not filled in yet. And right. I just, I know that it will. I just, I've actually been a little paranoid about looking up 30303 and 30305 because it's like it, they, it just feels kind of I don't know. I want to say the word demonic because that's a terrible word, but Aww. it's like so if I was yeah, playing I cards, yeah. I I mean, you could you could put a meaning on a zip code or you could not. Um, if I'm moving okay. to an area, I'm not eliminating anything. Um, just right. because it's better to make a decision from a, a position of strength, meaning if there's an opportunity or something opens up, and I'd rather not take stuff off the table too early. Um, okay. I think it's I think it's important to keep an open mind. Uh, All right, just even mentioning up. the word. I'm gonna look yeah, up. Yeah, I mean, the, uh, yeah, I mean, a zip code doesn't really have a total meaning, and we, we got to take a break. But I think that's the answer. Okay, just keep your mind you so open, much. your heart you open. Did answer you got my it. Question. Thank you. Perfect. All righty. We'll see you next. We'll see you for the second half of the show in a second. Practical spirituality. Positive messages. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. If you've been inspired by the programming on Unity Online Radio, we hope you will give your support so others may be inspired too. This online radio network depends on the support of listeners like you to continue operating and expand its outreach. Go to unityonlineradio.org and click on Donate today. Here's a Unity Teachable Moment with Dr. Wayne Dyer, taken from a live lecture at a Celebrate Your Life event in 2014. Just pay attention. Just start to recognize 
the miraculousness of every moment and everything that shows up in your life. And even the fact that that you can take a breath and that who you are is here now at this time in an infinity that has no beginning and no end, that you showed up. Pay attention. Notice the trees. Notice the clouds. And as Maslow said, see the unfolding of God in everyone that you encounter. Pay attention. Know that this world that you're in, this physical body that you're in, is not who you are at all. Pay attention. To find out about a Celebrate Your Life event in 2019, visit CelebrateYourLife.com. Are you a spiritual explorer? Enrich your journey by engaging in inspiring and uplifting online courses starting now. Powered by Unity Worldwide Spiritual Institute's world-class online learning management system, you can join in live or study at your own pace in the comfort of your home. Check out courses and topics like mindfulness meditation, grief management, spiritual growth, and a lot more. Get help and support to achieve your dreams. Find out more by going to unity.org slash spiritual explorers today. Know Yourself as Divine, Stations of the Cosmic Christ. A new book from Matthew Fox and Bishop Mark Andrus introduce a spiritual practice designed to help you realize the divine within. Combining prayer and an interpretation of the Stations of the Cross, featuring beautiful imagery, you will be led on a process of transformation. This book will help you discover the most caring, courageous, and compassionate parts of yourself. Get your copy today at Amazon.com or Unity.org shop. Create a path to success and prosperity with May McCarthy and Abundance Incorporated every Thursday at 2 p.m. Central on UnityOnlineRadio.org. A co-founder of seven successful companies, an angel investor, best-selling author, and international speaker, May will help you each week with spiritual and practical tools you can use to create a life that you love with greater health, happiness, wealth, and freedom. Join the show live with your questions or listen later on demand right here on UnityOnlineRadio.org. Call now with your question or comment. 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555. Love your work and your life. This is Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall. Hello there again. We are slapping the face. The metaphor of turning the cheek has been lost in translation. And today we're talking about how slapping the cheek is really getting an unwanted result in our lives. And turning the cheek to ask for more is really a very misunderstood concept. We turn the cheek when we get slapped, so to speak. And I'm not even talking about, obviously, the real slap. Um, I'm talking about getting an unwanted result in our life. An unwanted result feels like a slap across the face. Sometimes it feels like a punch in the gut. It makes us feel lousy. It, it hurts. And that hurt is exactly the, the focal point of our decision. So when we get slapped across the face, metaphorically, so I talked earlier about losing a, 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 a job or, or being passed over for a promotion, that slap hurts. And we have a choice when we hurt. The first choice when we hurt is our primitive brain. 
fear brain, keeping us out of danger brain. That brain wants us to focus on the hurt. It wants us to focus on the predator, on the problem. The fear brain is our reaction in life as a human being to protect ourselves. That choice to go fear is going to affect the energetic universe in which we live. And that choice to go into fear is simply going to create more unwanted stuff. The second choice we have when we feel that pain of something unwanted is to appreciate and understand what the lesson is and to understand why that happened and to navigate it as the light being that you are, as the soulful being that you are. When we keep going into fear brain, into primitive brain, the energetic attractor pattern that we have stays in the unwanted. Everything that happens to us has both the wanted and unwanted aspect to it. So if we get passed over for a promotion, it hurts because we wanted the promotion. It hurts because we didn't get the promotion. So the unwanted is the result that we got, which was no promotion. And the wanted is the promotion. And when we don't get the promotion, we're focusing on the fact that we didn't get the promotion. And we're telling people and we're complaining and we're energizing what we didn't get. We're adding more energetic attractor pattern to what we didn't get. And it gives us more of that. That's how the energetic universe works. We get more of what we focus on. What we put our attention on expands. What we talk about, we are magnetized to. What we feel about the world and about ourselves, we are drawn toward. If I feel that people are generous and loving, generous and loving people are going to be drawn toward my attractor pattern because I'm committed to that. When you're committed to a certain reality, you have an energetic certainty that's a magnetic pull. And when you are certain of not getting that promotion and that you are unworthy and you are passed over and those people don't know what they're doing and you hate them and all of these other things that go along with being hurt, you simply energize that. And when you make the choice to see that unwanted event as an opportunity to turn your cheek away from the unwanted, when you turn your cheek toward the un, I mean, away from the unwanted, you're going to turn it toward the wanted. Okay, I didn't get that promotion and it hurts and I feel bad and give it, give it, give it a second because that's valid. Take the focus toward what you do want. Well, I really do want that promotion and I really do want to have opportunity and I really do want to be seen. So what is it that I didn't have that they were looking for? I need to focus on that. I need to focus on being better at managing my boss. I need to focus on being better at seeing the big picture. I need to be better in meetings. I need to, I need to be seen as a leader. I'm going to take some leadership 
uh, roles in different committees and and different subcommittees around work. I'm going to uh, ask to lead some projects. I'm going to go home on time so that people don't see me as someone who's buried under my workload and I can't manage myself. Very few companies want to promote someone who can't manage their workload. As a matter of fact, good companies never want to promote people who can't manage their workload. And if you are buried in your workload and your manager doesn't understand why, you've got a problem. If you're buried in your workload and your manager understands why and there's some remedy or solution coming your way because you have spoken about it with power and you have created a sense of urgency to have it get fixed, that's cool and that's where you want to be. If you're buried in work and you haven't spoken up about it in a, in a constructive way, if you're buried in your work because you're playing victim, if you're buried in your work because you think this is the way to get successful, if you're buried in your work to stay away from your house and all the people at home, if you're buried in your work because it's the way you think it's supposed to be, you have a problem and you are going to get slapped across the cheek on promotions, you're going to get slapped across the cheek on looking like you have your act together. It's not going to happen if you're buried in your work. You have to manage differently. You have to contribute differently. In order to get a wanted result, you more than likely have to change your behavior and change your story and change your identity of who you are in order to move into a different result than you've gotten. If you're getting promoted and moving forward and people understand who you are and what your contributions are and you have consistently every couple of years gotten more opportunity, bravo, you're on the right path. And everything that has come your way is a challenge. You've maybe seen it as a challenge and you've said, hey, great, this is a challenge that's just going to make me stronger and I'm going to learn from it and this is awesome and wonderful. If that's your attitude, you're in a success mode and you're going to continue to be successful. If, however, you've gotten beaten down, slapped across the face, as we are saying today, and gotten results that you have not enjoyed, you have got to take the lesson and do something about it. You have to, because your soul is in pain focusing on what it doesn't have and your soul in pain is going to guarantee a few things number one it's going to guarantee bit pretty much of a miserable existence that's not a, a life for anyone to live on this planet and it's also going to guarantee you a continued miserable existence to the point where your soul's pain will eventually reach into your physical body because if your soul's pain is not getting your attention today it will search for ways to get your attention because you've got to change it. You've got to do something to change. And if you do not do that, your soul will continue to ask. Please do something different. Please step into your power. And you know what's going to happen? The universe is going to give you more and more powerful lessons. The lessons are going to be stronger the lessons are going to be more painful until the day 
where the lesson is in the physical body and you have no choice but to physically remove yourself from that situation and rest, take care, have surgery, have a treatment, or something like that. My biggest message, my biggest slap in the face was when I was diagnosed with breast cancer in both breasts. And eventually, I had a double mastectomy. I had to take a break. I had to get off the treadmill. I had to step away. I had to heal from my surgery. And now, from that vantage point, I could see things differently. As if the universe was putting me in a position to be able to see things differently. The hand of our creator has an elegance and sometimes a way about it that we just can't understand. But usually when there's a lot of pain involved it's because we didn't pay attention earlier to the lesson. The only way to get our attention often us human mortal beings is to escalate the pain level so that we finally do something different. And that stepping away allowed me to have a different perspective on what was really going on and what the lesson was that was important for me to see. And that important lesson for me to see was to begin to be more of who I am rather than who I was supposed to be. Because the supposed to be version of me had gotten bumped around and kicked around and passed over and job loss and disrespected. Because frankly, that's what I was doing to myself. Because I was trying to be something and someone that I thought I had to be for organizations and companies I worked for, or sometimes it was who I thought I had to be, boss or the director or the vice president. I played into what I right way to do things, but it really wasn't. It was against my own personal integrity and alignment. Not that I was breaking my ethical boundaries or barriers, but it was just I was wearing an identity that just didn't quite fit. And the times where I felt that I was actually being me, I got criticized and I'm confused. And who am I supposed to be if every time I try to be me, I get confused and criticized? Well, that level of confusion comes when we don't truly know who we are and we don't truly have the self-confidence to be that version of ourselves. And when we're not truly ourselves, we get more unwanted results. Yep. We get more slaps in the face when we are not truly living our authentic self. If you've had slaps in the face or perhaps you've gotten some unwanted events happening in your life or your career, feel free to go ahead and call on in and we'll do a little bit of coaching here online at 816 816- 
251-3555. We'll do a little live coaching if you call in and talk about either a slap in the face that you may have gotten, or perhaps you have a question about me and my career and the decisions that I made and how I healed and moved myself forward into new and better opportunities each time I got kind of jostled along the path of my career. And I will tell you those continual reminders of me not being who I knew I was deeply. Those moments, those times on my journey were powerful lessons. I got to say they hurt each time. Wasn't until I was able to step away and step back after my breast cancer where I truly, truly found my soul. And I found a soul of a woman who was a teacher and a coach very early on in my childhood, teaching children in the neighborhood how to ride their bikes without training wheels and helping parents get their kids going on brand new bikes that they had gotten for their birthday or Christmas or just because of the beginning of summer. I had kind of a knack for that. And there were some grateful parents who who appreciated me and gave me recognition for that simple act. But I thought it was a load of fun to watch a kid go from struggling on a brand new bike and hardly being able to even push the pedals to really understanding the the whole thrill of momentum and how a bike can really increase speed with such little extra effort once you get the pedals going. Ironically, it's exactly what it is to live a good and fulfilled life, is that once you get the pedals going and you get the momentum of the wheels turning, the extra effort to get a little bit faster or to climb a hill is easier. And it's such a beautiful way to appreciate the world and to have hair flying in the breeze and joy and appreciation for this beautiful physical planet we live on. Teaching kids how to ride bikes as a young girl informed me as a boss, informed me as a new leader when I came back from my breast cancer. The ultimate slap in the face for me of having that breast cancer brought me to who I really am. And the last six, seven years of my career were the best. And now I'm able to utilize my story, my slaps in the face to help others enhance their careers and step into their powers. Let's take a call. Hello there. How are you today? Hi, Mo. Hello. Hey, Hi, how Mo. are you? Hey, I'm great. I, yeah, I just is this Kelly? Say, yes, yeah. it is. How are just you? I've to... missed you. <laughs> I missed you, too. I'm, I'm fabulous. I just wanted to call and say thank you for doing this show. It's just it's just awesome to hear your voice and your encouragement. And uh, just a quick question of um, sure. reinforcement. When you're, when you're slapping yourself on the cheek, you have some <laughs> suggestions on... On how to quit slapping yourself? Oh man, that's a really great question, Kelly. And it's it's a it's a humorous one, but it's not really right because it happens so often. Slapping ourselves in the cheek. So you do you see this as as self judgment? Do you see this as um, not carrying through on something? What is what's what's it really kind of like looking like in real life here? 
Well, I actually have been having a couple dreams the last couple days where I'm waking up with these emotions of, you know, feeling stupid and um, not being listened to, not being heard. And I'm, I, I, is this coming from me? Is this, you know, obviously it's coming through my dreams, so I have these feelings. And just how do I, hmm. how do I deal with that? Mm-hmm. So are you waking up with the feeling of not being heard or not being listened to? Yeah. The feeling yeah. of frustration I, of, have, of that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I'm having fragments of the dreams. I see myself in a, in a situation and that's, and then I wake up with this emotion like, wow, where is this coming from? Yeah. Well, I can give you maybe two pieces of insight that you can uh, kind of move around it and see uh, which or perhaps both of them might fit for, for the question. Um, I'm not a dream interpretation expert, but I kind of understand the basis of our subconscious trying to re, uh, give us messages and to have us live in a um, kind of a metaphorical life while we're dreaming. And the subconscious knows exactly what's going on. But then when our conscious brain starts to try to interpret the subconscious uh, mysteries, we get a little bit funked out by it because mm-hmm. our linear conscious brain really can't put all those pieces to the puzzle. So the best thing to do is exactly what you've done, and that is to take the essence of the feeling because it's the feeling that's really the message. You with me so far? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. So the feeling yeah, I, that you I, I, have, yeah, recognize, yeah, recognition is the first step. Absolutely. The feeling that you have is of you being disregarded, and more than likely, you've disregarded yourself in the past, and perhaps the the dream and the feeling that you're that you're getting that's pulling from the sleep time, is an opportunity and a lesson for you to relieve yourself of that past sin against yourself, let's call it. So there may be some forgiveness on your horizon here in order to relieve yourself of having not seen or not heard yourself. That makes Does that sense. resonate? Absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely resonating. Thanks, Mel. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's interesting, Kelly, and thanks for bringing up that, that question because it's such a deep question and, and such a, uh, a profound way to actually move ourselves into a greater sense of loving ourselves, which frankly is a, is a, is a topic we probably couldn't talk about enough. Loving mm-hmm. ourselves has been something that we were told not to do pretty early on because it was selfish, egotistical, all these things that are wrapped up into the, the, what we think to be this horror of, well, loving myself is just bad and wrong and that sort of thing. But I'll tell you, and I talk about this from time to time, and you know, because I know you've uh, been with my work. Um, when we don't love ourselves, when we don't pay attention to ourselves, we cannot be the best version of ourselves to others. So it's common that we've gone through periods in our life where we've not listened to ourselves, where we've not trusted ourselves, where we've not given ourselves the the true insights that were coming through. We ignored them and then we got into trouble in our life because 
we tried to force things or be a certain way that we really weren't. And we thought we were trying to be in alignment with what was expected of us. And what happened is we were out of alignment with who we really are. And that creates a whole mess. So Mm -hmm. I'm thinking that that's probably what's coming through in those dreams for you. And it looks like a little bit of self-forgiveness is probably on the horizon. That sounds about right. Yep. That's that's really hitting home though. Yep. Yeah. It's it's interesting. Um, you know, because I feel like I've, I have done so much growth and self-love and and I still have, I was really taken back by this. Like, wow, Mm -hmm. you know, I've, been working with you for a while and making progress mm-hmm. and then whoop, <laughs> slapping the cheek. Yeah, yeah ex- exactly. <laughs> That's the whole point. Thanks for taking me back to that. So here's the thing. You progress along the path. You get stronger. Your soul gets brighter. You get more sure-footed on the path. And then wham, a lesson that you thought was long ago taken care of comes back for a little bit more because there's probably something a little bit deeper that needs to be healed or another layer that you just haven't gotten to. It doesn't mean that you did bad work to get here. What it means is you've done great work to have the opportunity to visit this issue at a place of greater strength and greater compassion for yourself and maybe less self-judgment and perhaps a greater dose of forgiveness than maybe you were able to to give to yourself in the past. That makes absolute sense, Mel. Thank you so much. I love and appreciate you very much. And uh, Thank you. have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you. Thank you so much for calling in, Kelly. What a what a delight to hear from a from a I won't say old friend, but from <laughs> from someone I, I I recognize and and care about deeply. So thanks again for calling in folks that's just a classic question from kelly the slaps across the face can sometimes be self-inflicted but not self-inflicted like hatred or not self-inflicted like we mean it but self-inflicted because we get confused in living life by who we're supposed to be and who we really are and in the the conflict of how we're to conduct ourselves in life, in alignment with our highest self, with our highest good, and then what do other people expect of us, that gets a little bit dicey. And when we get into our full power and full alignment, we're living in that place all the time, and we can feel when we're out of alignment because it doesn't feel good. And that level of not feeling good is out of alignment. And this is exactly the work that I do with the lovely women who uh, are in my kick-ass workshop. And it's such a, a, a delight to help navigate lives that are living on a path of, I want to be in my highest self, in my highest good. And so many twists and turns on the journey of life up that path, up the mountain of, of enlightenment. And we always get stronger. And there's always the next lesson up ahead. And if you'd like to learn a little bit more about the work I do, or perhaps book yourself a clarity call and get started with uh, understanding and we can deconstruct a little bit about your career, it's mofall.com slash give me clarity. And that will help us understand what's really going on with your career. And if possible for us to help you, uh, we may talk about the workshop that we have. Uh, Can't help everyone. It's not always the right match, but certainly when it is, 
We are delighted and happy to help get you back on the path. So many great, wonderful things happening with the women in the workshop right now. And I'm delighted to say that we are at a level in human expansion and our soul's journeys here as humans on this earth that we're expanding very, very rapidly. And the human beings who are traveling this earth right now have the opportunity to correct generations of getting slapped in the face. So make sure that you're listening to yourself primarily. This is career coach Mo Fall. You can find me at mofall.com. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio the voice of an awakening world. What is it you really want in life? No matter what you've been through, you can still achieve it. I'm Sandra Ann Taylor, and in my Energy Activation podcast, we'll explore the science of manifestation, and I'll give you specific techniques to shift your energy in order to make your dreams a reality. I also do live energy readings, and you can be a part of the show by emailing your questions to me at sandrataylor.net. Join me on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.